You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. We're back for a Tuesday episode. Daniel, you said just last episode, we are days away, handful of days away from the biggest college football game that 2020 has to offer. Daniel? Oh, let me just grab the bucket real quick. Hang on. It's right over here. Let me just, I will be back shortly. No. The bucket is This is not a Saturday-only bucket. This is not a Friday night bucket. This is a, you better have multiple buckets in your car. Have a car bucket. Have a kitchen bucket. Have a bedside bucket. Have a bucket for your buckets. That's right. You have a a bucket... for your walk to the bathroom where you keep the other buckets. Correct. That's the that's the level. It is threat level midnight, DEFCON 40. That's where we are right now. Michael Scorn uh, is needed ASAP. Mike, Detective Michael Scorn is is on the case. Uh is it. This is George Alabama. This is this is the game. This is oh, the man. one. This is what this is what we've been waiting for. Um real quick, Clint, is it just another regular season game? No. No. No, it's not. Don't be an idiot. Don't say that. Don't be Don't an say that. idiot. This is, this is this is all the things that we have ever worked for as UGA right here. Are in you front of employed us. by or under scholarship from the University of Georgia football program? If not, then don't say that this is not just another regular season game because if, you're an idiot. What I'm going to hear from everybody wearing red and black jerseys or coaching visors is the opposite. And I know they're lying to me as well, which is fine. Say your piece. That's fine. I they get care. to lie. They get they, to lie. They, they have earned that right. Fans don't, You Daniel. You have not. Yeah. And if I was to say something, we are fans first and foremost. He is Daniel. I am Clinton, like we that's said. That's who we are. Uh, this is Locked On Bulldogs on Locked On Podcast Network, your team five days a week. Uh, we are not gurus or insiders. We're talking like real fans, and real fans have buckets. And if you don't have a bucket, you're not a real fan. I'm just telling mm-hmm. you the facts, okay? These this are is, the facts. We don't is, make up the facts. We just report the facts to you. That's all we're doing, okay? Uh, so, Daniel, we, uh, we pride ourselves on being a podcast for fans by fans. Not insiders or gurus, just real takes from real fans. If you're a real fan and you want to join in the conversation, email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We really appreciate all your thoughts, uh, questions, comments, uh, segment ideas. Had a great segment idea that came in last week from Jeff. We just didn't get to it. Uh, some Tennessee over-unders that he gave us that I would have loved to have gotten to at some point on the podcast uh, but we just we didn't quite get to them in time. But those segment ideas we love. Keep them coming. We really do appreciate um, all of your thoughts and feedback and comments. Uh, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com, at Dogs Podcast on Twitter. Uh, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Thank you so much to all of you who have done that already. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, really makes us happy when you do that. That's the best way you can help out the show. If you're new to the show, welcome. There's a lot of you. There's a lot of new people. It seems like every week, every day, That's it's right. Alabama week. I can't imagine there's not going to be new people oh this my. week. So if you're new, if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, all that we ask is that you hit that subscribe button. We are here five days a week and that makes sure that you get every episode it, of the podcast and don't miss any. And if you're a Bama fan, like welcome, just know, yeah, welcome just, to the show. just listen to what we've said so far. Okay. Just we're Georgia fans. There you go. Okay. Don't expect anything else from us. We're glad you're here. If you're yes, a Bama fan, we are. Maybe we can give you some perspective on your team from the opposite fan base. Hey, wait. 
Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Ole Miss just scored again. Oh, wait. Oh. Ole Miss just scored another touchdown. Gosh, Lane it's now Kiffin Tuesday is... afternoon, and Ole Miss is still scoring touchdowns, I think. Okay. Daniel. Just to... Daniel. What did we see on on Saturday night, Clint? What we... did I watch? I don't know what I saw. Let me just tell you, a, you saw a historic event. I'm, I'm not trying to overinflate that. In the sense that it was the highest scoring regulation game in the history of the SEC, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you mean like one team had all the points or? No, as in, no. as in two fighters got into a cage and just said, you throw a right hook, I'll throw a right hook. We'll see which one stands at the end of this. Old Miss, uh, you tell me whatever you want. Old Miss was a botched snap away from this game going to overtime. And then oh. who knows what happens in overtime. Oh, chaos ensues. Old Miss way, was Lane not Kiffin going to get a stop. goes for two on the very first score he does. in overtime. He does. Old Miss was not getting a stop. No. no. Lane Kiffin knew that. Yeah, of course. Everybody knew that. They weren't yeah. getting a stop. But they weren't getting stopped either, Clint. Porous might be a word that comes to mind. Let me just take you to the head man himself. Clint. Oh, please. Oh, please. Okay. Okay, now, you give me mm -hmm. your best version of Kirby Smart after Georgia gets 17 million points hung on it by Ole Miss. You just give me an approximation of what we might be listening to after we nearly give up a 50-piece to Ole Miss. Look, clearly guys out there weren't prepared. We didn't do a good job coaching them up. They weren't tackling right. We need to do a better job getting back in the film. Clearly, guys didn't have enough, weren't, weren't hungry, weren't assignment. We shot ourselves in the foot all over the place, and uh, that's that's on us. This is completely unacceptable and something that, that we got to get better at, and we will get better at it. Trust me, this, this practice is not going to be light for anybody, especially on us coaches. Okay, now let me take you live to uh, Tuscaloosa. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Let me, let me give you the postgame quotes. From Nick Saban, whose team gave up uh -huh, please. 647 yards. Just, just so we, just so we understand, the six, Georgia defense hasn't, <laughs> the Georgia defense hasn't given up that many yards all season. I believe is not, is not the, not for the year. Okay, 640 yards. Are you ready for it, Clint? Are you ready for the quote? Give me. It seemed like everything we did on defense, they had an answer for. Sure. I don't know if they had our signals or oh, what. Oh, no. I mean, that's not anything unusual. It just seemed like every time we called something, they somehow had the best possible play that they could have had against it. I don't know if they had our signals. Clint... Is that Dan Mullen giving a press conference? I don't. He, I don't see too well. These peepers are getting old. Apparently, is that Dan Mullen up there? Um. Hey, real quick, I got. I got a making of, excuses for a defense that gave up forty-eight points and six hundred forty-seven yards. Here's here's what have been my if I was a reporter in the room. In my simple question, Coach, um, when does the defensive play call and the offensive play call? Come into the teams. At what point do they come in 
to to the guys on the field. When do they line up? Do you do you go out there and line up before the offense gets set? Is that what you do, or is that is that is how it, it works? Is so so you're telling me this this play clock? So so you're telling me is within thirty five seconds they you're were able to get the, Matt Corral correct Matt Coral the color of my dad's golf shirt. You're telling me that that guy yep. stole your signals and checked to the perfect play. Mm-hmm. Every single time they had the ball, and when I say every single time, what I mean, Clint, is every single time they had the ball. Because because that's what that's what you said, Nick. Okay. Like, okay. If you don't understand how that works, offense calls the play. The defense sees what the offense is lined up at and then checks most of the time. You see all those defensive players looking at the sideline, looking at Nick and the defensive coordinator. Yeah, they've got, to a, they got something – Based on the personnel, correct. When the offense runs out on the field, they've got something in, okay. but then the offense lines up, and a lot of times the defense moving guys. That's why guys like Monty Rice and Richard LeCount are so important for a defense because they get guys correct. set up, they're moving guys around, correct. they're throwing people, you know, whatever left and right, going and tapping Jordan Davis on the right hip or the left hip, telling him which way he wants him to move, and Jordan's like, "Get off me, fly! I'll go straight ahead. <laughs> I go. This I go man in this front of me going to die. Is that what you want? Yeah, great. We good." Okay, um, Nick Saban speculates that Lane oh, Kiffin no. might have uh, stolen oh, no. his play sheet. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. he just did his job really well, and your staff didn't do their job as er- well. Erroneous on all accounts. How dare you? Mm, how dare Nick, I? I am Nick Saban. How dare I? Uh, let me tell you who does their job really well, Clint, and that is the fine folks over at rockauto.com. If you want a part for your car, let's say that you got a 2005 Toyota Camry. Is that what it is? 2002, 2002. Toyota? 2002. 2002 Toyota Camry. We got a review from the 2002 Red Honda Civic I just saw on on Apple Podcasts. Five-star review from somebody that was that's the, whose name was 2002 Red Honda Horrible Civic. So welcome. Win. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for the review. Enjoy all the parts from rockauto.com that you're getting. 2002 Toyota Camry, if you need a part for it, you go to rockauto.com and you get the exact right part that your car needs. No matter what it is, could be a 2005 Honda Odyssey, could be a 2002 Toyota Camry. We don't know what it is, uh, but it's one of those two probably. That's most of the cars that are on the road today. You go to rockauto.com, you enter the, the exact part that you need. You make they make sure that you get the exact right one. You don't. There's no mistakes at the store. The guy doesn't go fetch the wrong part from the wrong bin in the back and hand it to you, and you buy it and get home before you realize it doesn't fit in your car. You get the exact right part. You get it at a reliably low price, and you get it all from the convenience and ease of shopping at home from your computer. It gets delivered straight to your door. You get it installed in your car. You feel like you've done something productive with your life, and you've saved a bunch of money. Go to rockauto.com. In the how did you hear about us section, enter the promo code locked on, and that gives them that tells them that we sent you, which helps us out. And you get a great part for your car. Uh, all the parts that your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Daniel, that was the atrocity that they called a football game uh, on Saturday for Ole Miss and Alabama, uh, which was not, I mean, again, it was just, it was just like watching your buddy drunk fight another guy he thought was hitting on his girlfriend. Let's never speak of it again. I mean, that game was terrible. It was awful to watch. 
But so that was that. So uh, now let's look ahead and let's talk about this Georgia team against this Alabama team and how we match up against them. What what are your initial thoughts about the matchup takes of Alabama Georgia this time around, Daniel? We said last week on the podcast, or last week, we said yesterday on the podcast that you have broken the needle in terms of how concerned you are about our ability to defend the deep ball. Does does Alabama, do they do that? <sighs> okay. I said I was a six for the rest of the season in my level of concern. Now, for this game, yep. I am an 11. This one goes yeah. to 11, Clint. And so... um. They got three big-time weapons at wide receiver. Oh, okay? yes. One of them is Jalen Waddell, and the other two are not Jalen Waddell, but they are good enough to beat you if you give all your attention to Jalen Waddell. They have a quarterback in Mac Jones who, if you if you give him time, he will hurt you. Oh, like yes. He will put it on the numbers. He throws an incredibly accurate deep ball from Doesn't he? I, I was shocked coming out of camp. I mean, when you hear Mac Jones, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Like another McElroy coming out of Alabama. Like, okay, whatever. Turns incredibly out, accurate deep ball. If you, my gosh. If that wide receiver gets a step on you, and listen to me, Clint. Mm-hmm. That boy fast. Oh. oh he, look, you thought, he fast. you thought Ruggs was fast? No. He, he fast now. He fast. Now, look. It's going to have to be Tyson Campbell. He's the only one fast enough. Only one. In my mind, Stokes, I know that that's Stokes not how Kirby not plays. The top I know that's not speed. how Kirby plays it, and I know it won't always be Tyson Campbell. But but in my mind, he's the only one that's fast enough to hang with this kid running down the field. Because if you give him a step, Mac Jones is going to kill you with the deep ball, Clint. He is going to kill you. Look, R- Richard LeCount. Richard Heart deep heart. is the deepest, Rich. Deep, Richard, as the start freaking at, start deepest. at twenty yards, okay, and immediately start backpedaling. Get you on a not backpedaling, Clint. Turn <laughs> and go. Dead turn, turn the hips and go. I swear, okay? Daniel. I swear. If I swear, I, I'm I'm going to lose multiple TVs at multiple other houses in my neighborhood if Richard LeCount. I'll just be going into people's homes and ripping TVs off of walls randomly and throwing them. I, I, I'm I headed can't. to Target tomorrow to buy a replacement TV prematurely. Correct. For the week. Correct. Okay? It's just going to be waiting in the dining room Yeah. for me to move in uh, on Saturday. That's So that's the first area of concern for the matchups for me, Clint, Okay. is our ability to defend the deep ball against Mac Jones and Alabama's ability to throw the deep ball. How about yourself? Uh, Daniel, this is... I, Look, I know it's early on in the week. I know that this might not be a popular opinion. I know we're supposed okay. to be humble going into this. Okay. My list ends at that point of concern, oh, no. Daniel. Oh, no. he's Fans, <laughs> do you see what I have to work with here? No. Daniel, Daniel okay, fine. then you tell me. Do you me, see what I'm working you, with? You tell me what you think is a matchup nightmare for us in this game outside of that based upon what you have seen so far this year. Um, Alabama's defense is in no way, no shape, no form, as bad as they looked on Saturday night. And and we we spent an entire segment making fun of them because when you give up a fifty piece to Ole Miss to anyone, 
you deserve to be made fun of. When your coach goes on the the microphone and starts making excuses mm-hmm. about how his former offensive assistant took his defensive unit to the woodshed, mm-hmm. um, you deserve to be made fun of. Alabama's defense is not that bad. Listen to me. Ole Miss's offense is a problem. This is not an Ole Miss podcast. We don't play Ole Miss this year, and so it's not it's not a problem for me. But Ole Miss's Ole Miss's offense is a problem, and they're going to score a lot of points against a lot of people. Clint, very true. Uh, Alabama's defense is not nearly as bad. I I don't know how many we can score against this Alabama defense. I'm going to be, and I know it's going to sound the listeners to the show are not going to like it. Okay. Uh, I don't know about our ability to run the ball against this Alabama defense. I don't know about our ability to pass protect against this Alabama defense. And therefore, I don't know about our ability to score against this Alabama defense. And Clint, we're not out here giving score predictions, but I'm just going to tell you. uh, 14 points ain't winning this game. Oh. Okay. No. 17 points ain't winning this game. No. So, how many more than 17 are we going to score, Clint? Okay, look, I'm going to go down their defense. I'm going to tell you the guys that are concerning to me. Not matchup nightmares, but that are concerning to me. Okay? And it starts right off with Dylan Moses. If you don't think Dylan Moses is a man among boys, you have not watched Alabama play. That that dude is meaner than mean. Yeah, no, he's... He's maybe the best linebacker in the SEC. That's correct. I mean, I, look, Monty Rice, Nicobe Dean, we love you, but good golly. Dylan Moses is on a level. This kid, Will Anderson. I didn't say I wanted him on my team. I didn't say I'd trade either of my linebackers no, for him. No. I just said he might be the best one in the SEC. Uh, Will Anderson, uh, this freshman kid, making mm-hmm. some problems over there. Oh, sure. Okay. Making yeah. some problems. Uh, he's a little concerning. Um, Patrick Sertain. Uh-huh. Good. Boy, Good that matchup with Jorge is going to be oh, fun. My gosh. Look. Daniel, do Listen, do I even the, address? Do I even do I even bring it up? Like Jorge, don't don't make a fist in the entire game. Don't make a fist. Just Oh, look. You, you know what? Jorge, don't let him tell you what to do. Ooh. You do you, Jorge. This Listen to me. Uh-oh. Listen to me. Old man Brad Nessler. You, you, you no, keep no, your no, mouth. No, no, you. You keep your mouth shut when you're talking about my Jorge Pickens. Okay, you understand what I'm okay. saying? Jorge gonna Jorge. Ain't nobody gonna stop him. If he needs to squirt a water bottle in a kid's face, kid probably had it coming. I didn't say that. You know what? I'm I just gonna call that. it like I didn't say not, that. Jerry Queen Atamo, he may have had it coming. Okay, may, but may have. Okay, so. Jorge Pickens versus Patrick Sain. Now, I'll, t- I'll tell you this right now. Are they going to not double Jorge? Oh, they because because they they think they got him. They think they're fine him, over there. They're going to let him sit on the island. Daniel is exactly okay. what they're going to do with Patrick. Well, this Sertain. is we get to learn. We're going to learn something now. Oh, things we're, are going to be. We're going to learn. Are gonna be evident. Things, things are going to be learned now. Very much okay. so. Okay. Um. Hey, that's not the only takes we have. We're going to continue our takes on the initial look ahead right after this. 
Excited about, nervous about, don't sleep on, Clint. It's an old staple, an old standby of the show. There's never been a bigger game in the college football regular season. Uh, There's never been a bigger week of the Georgia regular season this year uh, than this one. And so there's never been a time when uh, it was more appropriate, more needed to talk about what we're excited about, what we're nervous about, and what we don't think that you should sleep on. Clint, I'm going to let you start because it seems like you're excited about quite a bit. I'm, I'm excited about quite a bit. Daniel, here's what I'm excited about. Uh, true or false, uh, outside of a head coach who's an offensive coordinator. Okay, so so take out okay. all the head coaches in the SEC that are actually offensive coordinators, a la Lane. Okay. Do we have the best offensive coordinator in the SEC? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. 100% we do. Okay. Now, <clears throat> Nick over there likes to sit on the, the side of the defense. Daniel, that's what he, he specializes in. He, he prides mm-hmm. himself on having mm-hmm. a good defense. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's really his defense, <clears throat> not Kirby's defense. Kirby will probably <clears throat> be terrible without him. <clears throat> How's that? How's that take going? How's that take? How's that take going, Florida fan? Oops. Oh, Oops. no. Um. What I'm excited about is this. Todd Munkin has game film on Alabama getting carved up, Daniel. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Todd is a very smart man. Todd has already shown us he makes adjustments. He has a a run game. He has a pass game. He has an intermediate game. He has a deep ball game. He has a screen game. He has no fly sweep game, which is fantastic to see. He has... Control the clock. He has get up and go. He has it all at his disposal. And now he has game film on how Alabama got carved up. Todd Munkin is going to go back to his playbook and find the things that match up well. I am excited to see what his game plan is against Alabama, knowing the kryptonite that they had just this last week, as well as many other things that Todd has learned. That's what I'm excited about. Excuse me while I grab this bucket. Yep, go ahead. I can't. Ahead. I can't this week, guys. I'm just, I, I'm here to tell you, it's back. Football's back. Oh. We had three warm-up games. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. T's and P's to you, Tennessee, Auburn. You are now warm-up games. You heard me. You're, you're nothing. You should have done better at the contest. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, college football's back. I am excited... Speaking of, I'm excited for something that's not. I'm going to go off the field, Clint. I'm going to go big picture. Okay. I'm excited once again for the U- for University of Georgia to be put exactly where it belongs mm-hmm. in the national spotlight. Mm-hmm. Listen, can recruits come on campus, do that little on-campus visit, take all those fun pictures and Eat all those great meals with the coaching staff and all that. Is that well, happening this year? Well, I think Dan has invited the entire state of Florida <clears throat> to come fill up the swamp. But outside of that. <laughs> outside of that. Um, no, they can't. No, they're not doing that. And so what's the best recruiting tool that there is, Clint? Production it's, on the field. Well, it's the television and it's doing well in big games. Any uh, Anybody going to be watching this game this uh, this weekend, Clint? All of them. All the people. What's the what's the highest rated college football game of the year so far, Clint? This one. It's it's Georgia Auburn so far. 
but what's about to be the highest rated college football game of the year. You can say highest rated sporting event this year, Daniel. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for Georgia to be put back exactly where it belongs. And listen, you keep taking swings with the axe. Keep chopping. You understand what I'm saying? Keep chopping. You keep taking swings, and it's going to fall down. Okay. So. Okay. I've just. Okay. I'm excited to be back on the nationals. I'm excited to be back on the national stage for another swing. You want you, you hear what I'm saying? All right, uh, Clint. What are you nervous about? Apparently, nothing. Uh, here's what I'm not nervous about, Daniel. I'm not nervous about putting a built bar into my mouth and having it taste delicious. That's what I'm not nervous about, Daniel. Well, whatsoever. you shouldn't be. Uh, because I don't know if you understand this, Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar that there ever was in all the land. It has high protein, low sugar, high in fiber, low in calories. It's going to be san- something fantastic for you on the go. If you're getting back into shape, if you have a workout, if you're eating on the go, Built Bar is for you. Go to BuiltBar.com. Let them know that we sent you by putting in the promo code Locked On, and you get 20% off your order. The entire order. The whole thing. Don't know if there's any coolers floating around out there. Have no clue about that. You never know. I we're not saying that there's no coolers out there. I'm not We're saying, just saying we don't know that there are coolers floating around out there. Brady's not going to show up to your house delivering the cooler to you. I, I don't know. We're that. not I, saying he is or isn't. I can't guys. say. There's no way to know. But if you go to builtbar.com, what I do know is you get 20% off your order. Builtbar.com. Okay, Daniel, what am I nervous about? What are you nervous about? Huh? Here's what I'm nervous about. And and this is this this is I think matchup-wise, if we're on rhythm, if Todd's got his team going, here's what I'm nervous about. I'm nervous that our rotation on offense, trying to get the pieces going, the running back rotation, the O-line rotation, the gel isn't there for this game. And we are out of sync. We blow an assignment. The the running back steps up in the Mm -hmm. pocket. And instead of taking on the backer coming blitzing, mm. there's an outside backer that comes free release into Stetson's face. I'm nervous that we don't, again, I don't think this offense is off and needs to get his act together. That's not all I'm saying. Because you, you eloquently pointed out how we are a good offense. What I am saying is there clearly is a new pecking order coming for this offense, or certainly needs to be on a couple of key positions. Injury with Cook and, and McClendon at right tackle. But I, I'm nervous that this week is not a great week to be needing to gel. Daniel, this this isn't the time of season to be needing that. And yet, we find ourselves with that problem. I'm nervous about that. I mean, what am I supposed to say here? I, I'm nervous about literally everything about this game. All the things. I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I'm nervous Podrigo Blankenship's going to forget how to kick the ball. Oh, gosh. You understand that he hasn't put every kick in the end zone, Clint. You know who's back there returning kicks, Clint? Oh, no. Okay. Are no. you nervous about that? I'm, I am now. Okay. You know, I'm, nervous. Um, I'm nervous Jake McCarty gets, uh, Camarda gets back there to punt for the very first time. On our first three and out. And decides and to take shanks. a knee. He, oh, oh. Decides to take a knee instead. <laughs> Okay, listen, here's here's the thing. I'm nervous about it all. I'm nervous about the deep ball. I'm nervous about this defense um, coming down to earth. 
but I'm, I'm trying to pinpoint the thing that I'm most nervous about, and I think that it is this. Okay. Um, Stetson, King Arthur Bennett the fourth mm. threw an interception against Tennessee. Fool just dropped it. But you understand, he threw it, it was bad. right into double coverage. It was bad. Right to a Tennessee player. We hadn't even talked about that, Clint. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, in retrospect, I wish that Tennessee defender had come down with that ball. Mm. I'm not sure why, but there is something about the fact that Stetson Bennett has yet to turn the ball over that I really do not like going into this game. I just feel like can he make it through this game without a turnover? Without costing us. Points are going to be needed in this game, we've already said. Yes. Can he avoid the big mistake while still moving us down the field and not being uh, the boring game manager that everybody wants him to be that he is not? Can he avoid the big mistake? That is the thing I'm most nervous about because a costly interception against an offense like this, and I just... I don't know how many scores we have in us, Clint, and so we're going to have to make the most of all of them. Uh, Dale, the next subject that we talk about is don't sleep on. And and I don't know if there's anything I, I am sleeping on. I think what I was going to say was don't sleep on Alabama getting a fast start and Georgia coming out of the gate slow, but this just in, welcome to every Georgia game. Like, Oh, yeah, we've been there. We, we know that. We know that one. So don't sleep on coming back in the second half with adjustments. Well, again, we got that as well. Uh, don't sleep on Najee Harris running all over us. Like I can't, I can't say that with integrity at all. Like, no, that I don't no. believe one. That's bit. the one thing I'm not nervous about. So you found it. Okay, that's the one thing I'm not nervous about. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic, Daniel. I, I think maybe. Maybe the only thing I can get into is don't sleep on somebody like Burton leading this team in receptions this game. Don't sleep on Darnell Washington having more receptions than most people this game. Unsung hero. This is what I'm saying. saying. This is what I'm saying. Because who, you know, Jorge is going to be over there doing his thing in certain. Kyrus Jackson is, is, is out there and he doing stuff. Alabama's got game film on. On Kyrus, okay? Like, they're not... It's not falling is asleep gonna, on him. Is it going to matter? This, I, I don't think so. But mm-hmm. he's going to get covered. I, I think something along the lines of don't sleep on Burton or somebody else having to come up and step up in, in big moments and deliver. And he's shown us he can. All right, Georgia fans. Here we go. You hate to see it, yep. but... Grab the bucket. Let's go for a journey. Don't sleep on the fact that you've seen this game before. Georgia will have a 10-point lead in the first half of this game. And this game will be tied in the fourth quarter. So, don't sleep on that. Don't, Don't 
Don't be caught unaware. Clint, Clint acted like Alabama's going to get off to a fast start. Nope. 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 Not going to happen. Ten-point lead. Double-digit lead. The game will be tied in the fourth quarter. We'll talk more later in the week about how it all ends from there. But uh, don't sleep on that, Georgia fans, because that's what's going to happen. You've seen it before, and you will see it again. Don't get caught celebrating when we're up double digits because it's going to go away. Uh, Just a quick FYI, what our Twitter feed was when Florida was getting manhandled and we Mm -hmm. hadn't. We, uh, you can just go ahead and bank on no communicado from Daniel and I starting, what, Thursday? Is that? Yeah, listen, if you are the kind of fan that likes yucking it up with other fans during big games and interact, like we, we've been around for the Auburn game, for the Tennessee game, but just don't, no. don't expect a lot. No. We're, we, we're going to go into the bunker. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. We'll see y'all on Monday. Okay, we'll see y'all on the other side. <laughs> but maybe you'll know you'll know what to expect because <laughs> you will have seen the game. But before that, we will see you tomorrow. We got lots of things we're gonna continue to talk about. We're gonna talk about some hot takes. We're gonna talk about some Barrett Salee takes, otherwise known as freezing cold, awful, terrible takes. Well and um. We're going to talk about more thoughts about this game. Then on Thursday, we've got locks. We've got official predictions for the Georgia-Alabama game. We're going oh, to get no. down into the nitty-gritty, oh, no. get after it. Um, and then Friday, Factor Fiction all the way up till kickoff on Saturday night in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, download the show, subscribe to the show, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you.